The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. They tell the story about the Heilike Rebbe Reb Melech of Lezhenz, the Noyem Elimelech. He was visited by a man who was childless for 18 years. And he asked that the Rebbe bless him and his wife and daven for them to Hashem that they have a child. The Heilike Noyem Elimelech said, you know it says in Svarim, that sometimes when you hurt somebody, you embarrass somebody, you denigrate somebody, and there is no forgiveness. There is a negative energy in your life. There is bitterness, there is frustration, there is hate. And that sometimes can obstruct the channel, the flow of blessings. Is there somebody you really hurt in your life and you never apologize to them? He said, Rebbe, no. He said, think, think. He said, no, I can't remember. He says, were you ever married to somebody and you left the marriage and there was no closure? He says, I was never married. He says, were you ever engaged to somebody? You just broke off the engagement. You didn't apologize. There was no closure. And there's maybe a Jewish woman somewhere who's really, really hurt by you. And she never forgave you. You never apologized. You never said, I'm sorry. You just dropped her, like dropping somebody off a roof. And you ran. And there was no closure. And that negativity is obstructing your own blessings. He says, I was never engaged. He says, did you ever promise anybody to marry them? And you ran. He says... I don't think. He says, trach, trach. Think, think. He says, eh, garnished. You know, you say, eh, garnished. This is garnished. To himself, it's nothing. He says, what's nothing? Whenever somebody says, eh, garnished. (laughs) It's good to figure it out. What's the nothing? What is it that you call nothing? So he says, I grew up in a home, and nearby there was another home. And I was a little boy, and there was a little girl who was my next-door neighbor, and we always played together. And we were best friends as kids. And there was a tree in front of our home that we would always climb. And years, years, we played together. Every day after school, we would play together. We were literally best friends. And everybody would joke that one day we're going to marry each other. One day, I was on the top of a tree, and she climbed up, and we were alone at the top of the tree. We were the kids. And she turned to me and said, would you marry me? I said, of course I'll marry you. She said, promise. So I promised, I will marry her. And the Rebbe Rebbe Melech said, what happened? So what happened is we became adults and boys and girls stopped playing with each other, hopefully. And I went on with my life and she went on with her life. He said, did you ever apologize to her? I mean, you were such best friends. I mean, you were growing up together. Did you ever apologize to her? Did you ever? He says, no, I mean, we were kids. It was a game. It was fake. He said, in her eyes, it was also a game. We're kids. That's what kids do. He said, you should ask her forgiveness. You should ask her forgiveness. So he says, I'm married now 18 years. And this is even before. Where do I find her? He says, gay and broad. Go to broad. He lived in Lezhensk, which is in Poland. Broad is also in Poland, a much larger city. Gay and broad. Telling somebody gay and broad, like I'm go to New York, right? I sometimes visit Australia, other countries, and somebody says, you probably know my cousin. He lives in Manhattan. I said, of course, of course, we're best friends. You must know my cousin. They live in Borough Park. Of course, I know everyone who lives in Borough Park. They think they live in a community with, you know, 29 people. So in New York, there's 39 people. So... Gay in broad. Where do you go in broad? Where am I supposed to find a woman in broad who used to be my friend when I was a kid? But the Noyah Heilike Rebbe Reb Melech said gay in broad. So he went to broad. 
He goes to Broad. Where do you go to Broad? So he goes to the marketplace. What they call the Yerida marketplace. The vendors are standing and selling foods. And suddenly it starts pouring. It starts pouring. Everybody looks for shelter. So some of these vendors had umbrellas. You know, they have umbrellas over the... Like they have the hot dog stands with umbrellas. So he runs under one of these umbrellas. And a whole group of people walking in the street wanted to protect themselves from the thunders and the lightning and the rainstorms. They all were under this umbrella. And everybody was smashed together like sardines because they all wanted to be under the umbrella. And uh, he feels suddenly this elbow, like this elbow under, you know, in his, his ribs. So it wasn't very uncomfortable. So he, he moves away. And he hears somebody say, so you're still running away from me, huh? And he turns around. And this is his old friend who he grew up with. He sees her. She sees him. He says, it's you. And she nods, and he asks her to go to the side, and he says, this is crazy. I went to the Rebbe of Melech, he told me to come to Broad, I meet you. I have to apologize to you. I never apologize to you. I am so, so sorry. I know you might have taken it seriously, that we're going to marry each other, and I never married you, and I never asked Mechila. And uh, please forgive me. I've been married for 18 short years. I, had no ch- I have no child. Please, please forgive me. And she says, I forgive you. And he says, thank you. And he leaves. And she leaves. And he travels back home. And on the way back home, he decides to visit his brother, who's living in his parents' home, where he grew up. It's on the way home. And he goes through that shtetl where they grew up. And he sees his next-door neighbor, the brother of this girl, who took over their parents' home. And he says, hey, I have regards for you. He says, from whom? From your sister. I was in Broad a few days ago. And your shvesta, your sister, who we grew up with, was there. And I have regards. He says, Dubis toit meshuga. You're crazy. He says, why am I crazy? You have regards from whom? So my sister, your sister. Says, my sister's dead. What are you talking about? He says, you don't know what happened to my sister? I don't know what happened to your sister. He says, my sister always wanted to marry you. When you left, and she heard that you got engaged to another woman from another city, she was heartbroken. The night of your wedding, we all went to your wedding in another shtetl. They went to the wedding. That night, my sister died in her sleep. She was a heartbroken lady. She's dead for 18 years. My sister is dead for 18 years. That's what she, she tells him. And then he realized what happened. The Rebbe Reb Melech of Lezhensk did him this favor that for a few minutes this soul came down into this world for him to be able to ask forgiveness and make closure, so he should be able to be blessed with children. But this was a unique moment, because 18 years she was already in Olam HaEmes, this young woman. What does this tell us? What it tells us is, we often want to run away without closure. But if something is there, even if it's behind the walls, it's there, it's present. I have to have the courage to be able to stand up to it, to be able to make amends, to be able to apologize, to be able to confront my own fears and demons, to be able to go into it, and not just to ignore it and make believe it just disappears. People often, in the name of false pride and egotism, will continue battles in families for decades. This one doesn't speak to this one, doesn't this one doesn't speak to this one. I'm not going to be the first one to apologize. This chutzpinyak is going to think that she was right and I was wrong. And really it's the other way. I was right and she was wrong. And in that name, what happens is we allow dysfunction, we allow negativity, we allow spiritual malnutrition to fester, and it translates into the next generation, and the next generation, 
where to live a godly life, a sacred life, is to allow yourself to be open, to allow yourself to be transcendent, to allow yourself to be so secure that you never have to be insecure. When you're very secure, you could be completely vulnerable. When you're very secure, you can always say, I'm sorry. When you're very confident, you can open yourself up and say, you know, I was trapped. I was in a, in a difficult place. I was immature. I was a juvenile. I was young. I was stupid. I want to make amends. I want to apologize. And the blessing is that every opportunity that caused something to get absorbed at any stage of your life will come back, either with that person or with another person. may not always be as dramatic as in this story, but it's going to come back. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire dot org.